When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's right, everybody. Get those boards on the floor. It's time for another episode of Post Show Roy Caps covering Succession Season 3. I'm your host, Josh Wiggler, bringing you in to talk about Season 3, Episode 2 of Succession, Mass in Time of War. Uh, bringing in my first co-host, Grace. Is that a, is that a horse? Yeah, I brought in this big horse. I tried to get a horse head, but the podcast logistics of bringing in a horse head are tough. Oh my god! Yeah, so I brought this big horse. Yeah, it's a it's huge, it's gigantic. Yeah. Does the horse have thoughts on the episode, or is the horse not a non? No, it said role? no. It said nay. It's nay. Just, nay. Oh no! Oh well, there she is coming in, bringing in the box of donuts. Jess Sterling. Uh, Jess, how's it going? amazing um i wasn't here last week but i would just like to say no comment no, no comment. comment no comment <laughs> no comment as to where you were last week uh, you don't have to you, say no comment you could you just, don't have to you say just... you could have just left it without comment and that would have sufficed as a no comment a uh, huge shout out to dr amanda thank you for swinging by uh would love so to fun. see uh amanda come back uh as we go deeper into the season just thrilled to have you back here just how's season three going for you so far? i am loving it's it great, right it's so good to be back it's so good to have the show back in my life um i love it i love the premiere i think that um season or episode two is even stronger and i'm just loving where this season is going every little intricate detail is just fills my heart with joy grace this is so wild because like we were talking about it a little bit last week about like when you think about it succession hasn't spanned that much time right you no. know like and then like the second episode of season three takes place like literally like 10 seconds after the first one and doesn't yeah. go much further than like a few hours past. I'm not, the first I'm not one. sure Shiv has had an outfit. Cha- like if any of them had an outfit, change, <laughs> I feel like it's like they're all the same stuff. Uh, Kenny, who's gone nut nut apparently, which is a phrase that I want to use more often. Yeah. Kenny's gone nut nut. Um, he's like been wearing the same suit that he walked off the plane to get arrested in basically. Yeah. Uh, and Shiv is, yeah, seems to be wearing like the same thing. Uh, it, we finally reached daylight by the end <laughs> of episode two. Uh, so I anticipate Jess <laughs> that we will have some outfit changes for episode three. I'd love that because I'm always on Shiv watch for what she's wearing. I think she is the best dressed of all of the Roy children. And I just, I love to see it. I love to see what she's going to rock next. Big fan of her pantsuits. 
Um, so yeah, I'm, a, I would, I'm I would, a more of a Connor Roy fashionista myself. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> he's a public figure, so he has to dress really nice. Was he? Was it just me, or was he wearing like slip-on sneakers with like the outfit he was wearing he today? Was. He was. Like, what you, is that what an issue? Is that a problem? Slip on sneakers? I don't even I mean, know. It's what not the most professional are. look. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm also the guy who has like worn closed toe shoes like literally like 12 times in the last year and a half now, almost two years. Uh-huh. So uh, I can't. I can't. I worry for your it. toes in the winter. I worry. I, really I worry. Do. I worry for them as well. And I'm not joking. I'm serious <laughs> right now. Uh, but we don't need to talk about that. This is a succession <laughs> podcast. Uh, we want to give a huge shout out to all of you out there in post show Roy Caps land for listening in. Lots of people who've been listening to the succession podcast. We see you. We hear you. We here for you. We here for <laughs> you. Uh, we appreciate you. We hope that we are uh, providing you some enjoyment, some uh, some uh, additive quality, uh, some uh, a good value add to your succession viewing experience. Hopefully, uh, coming with you, uh, coming your way with some Monday podcasting about succession. So we've got a lot to talk about. With this specific episode, of course, as always, we would love to get feedback from all of you. Josh at postshowrecaps.com. You can send me uh, an email. I will get the feedback. We can read it on the show. Uh, you could also always hit us up on the Twitter bots. I am at Round Howard. Grace is at High from Grace. Jess is at the Jess Sterling. You can, of course, also talk to us in the Post Show Recaps Patron Community Hub, which is the Post Show Recaps Patron Discord. Uh, you can check that out, patreon.com slash recaps. Support the arts. Go to patreon.com slash recaps. Um, generally speaking, um, we are feeling uh, very positive, Grace, about season three of Succession so far, before we even get into all of the specifics. I I did like this episode. I thought it was a little bit of um like I thought last week's episode was doing a lot of setup. This also felt like they were doing a lot of setup. And um I don't know, there's part of me that want like we're we 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 lose an episode this season. There's only going to be 9 episodes. And it does right. feel like well, I think that the content is interesting. I do think whatever my brain is like, Oh, I wish, you know, we had moved a little bit forward in, in time or, you know, or, or we're at least in it. I think, I think also the thing we've talked about the succession does so well is like where they are and the episode um, that they, they place themselves in the setting almost becomes this like very important uh, part of the show. And, Everybody's in the same place as last episode, which I think the content is good I mean, enough. I think that the location was fairly specific in this one, Grace. They were in um, uh, Sophie's room. <laughs> Sophie's room. <laughs> is this whole season just going to be uh, like around uh, uh, like, apartment? Like, Sophie's room. Oh, good. So- he remembered uh, his Sophie's kid's room. name. Sophie's yeah. room. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to bump around that apartment this whole uh-huh. season. Uh, yeah. And in the different rooms at Sarajevo. Poor <laughs> yeah. Rava, if that's the case. Yeah. Yeah, Get out of my apartment. Yeah. yeah. Did she leave? She wasn't in this episode. Was she yeah, asleep? The kids. And yeah. then either he's like, I just got to go hug my kids. And he goes, has a meeting with Stewie, Stewie and Sandy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know where they are. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 I think the content of this episode, you know, it's really like, can the children work together? And by the end of the episode, we find out, no, they cannot work together. <laughs> no, they cannot. Uh, or at least they can't betray. Most of them can't betray their father. Um, so the content is good enough to warrant it. But there's something about the, the you know, the pacing of this episode that I sort of wish uh, maybe we got out of Rava's apartment. But that's OK. Uh, Jess, are you feeling any of that as uh, as well? Any sort of like um, uh, pacing malaise with Succession not, Season 3? Not 
really. I got to be honest. I think that like I'm really liking the setup. I really like the small details of the show. It's one of my favorite parts. And so I don't mind when they stop down for a little bit and kind of like play in the mud, if you will, um, kind of get down and dirty for a little bit. I don't mind. Um, I, I think maybe the I'm thinking maybe the problem is like if if you binged season one and two in preparation for season three, like a binge always feels like it's going to move the show a little bit faster. And so having to watch week to week, it does feel a little bit on the slow side, but I'm really liking the pacing and kind of how they're slow playing everything and slow rolling it all. Um, loved the the reunion of the the Roy children. I just think like this is like a therapist's dream is to sit in and just watch and be a fly yeah. on the wall of this meeting. And plot twist, Connor's there. Uh-huh. Connor. Yeah. He's everybody's not, number one. I do not believe it that Connor showed up. He I was just, not like, wanted. He's not wanted. He's not he's wanted. He's done enough in his life. I just Brutal. appreciate how both and I love how you get shades of how is each Roy child similar to Logan, right? You have like last week we have um, we have uh, Roman saying, oh, eventually he's going to go back to being an addict. Like, don't worry. He's going to mess things up like he always does. And I feel like that kind of cutthroatness is very much like Logan. Kendall and Logan in the same episode call Connor their number one. And it's basically like. Who calls the, uh, Connor their number one most recently is who he's going to go with, basically. Right, right. Whoever spoke to him last. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I I really love that we're living in this. Um, like, maybe, like, some of the location stuff, I, I can I can vibe with Grace. Uh, that, like, it feels in some ways like a two-part premiere. Um, there's, right. like, some, some degree to which this kind of feels like that. It's interesting because, like, um, there is, like, the feeling of, like, uh, the like the like the the tips of in the scales of this war between Logan and Kendall, where there's like uh, like in sort of like sort of the public eye, Kendall is winning in in many ways the culture war here in the way Star Roy Code uh, Civil War. Uh, but like when it comes to like the actual Roy family Civil War, Kendall's losing. Uh, you know he has none of the loyalty of his of his family, and I think we'll talk about why uh, because I think much of that is his fault. Uh, very much so. And I think it's one of those situations where like uh, how it's possible that even when you're right, you're wrong. Uh, like, I think that there is a, a lot of really fun material to, to talk about there as it pertains to, to Kendall. A lot going on with Logan as uh, we are seeing Marsha come back into the fold and Hayam Abbas, who is a guest star this season getting like just as much screen time in this one episode as maybe she's gotten in like two seasons of the show. Uh, it kind of feels like, so that's interesting. Uh, and there's some stuff to talk about there in terms of, I think Logan's plans, if not like fully materializing, I think certainly like a new, uh, like sort of like level of thinking as far as why he's installing Jerry as CEO uh, has certainly unfurled. And then there's Greg, the egg, uh, who is uh, <laughs> the wild card that we will have to talk about as well. So we're going to get into all of that. Let's throw it to our sponsors really quick for a first ad break of the episode. When we come back, we will go to uh, Sophie's room uh, with the rest of the Roy children. Hang tight. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. We need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Let's go into the Lions then, folks. Let's talk about all things Roy siblings. Um it's ugly. It's an ugly. It's an ugly. It's an ugly one. Uh, this episode, mass in time of war, uh, spending all this time with Kendall and Shiv and Roman and Connor, uh, sometimes getting along, sometimes really not getting along. Uh, and this felt like you know we've all of the scenes where we've been like sort of like stuck with these siblings in the past have always been hairy. I don't know, Grace. This one felt like. Uh, this one felt like really, really dicey. Just the entire stretch of this episode, like I just was constantly supremely uncomfortable. Yeah, the the slow arrival of them all, of them not really knowing that they're all going to be there. They end up being there. They're in Sophie's room. I thought that, I mean, gosh, I, you know, you just want the Kendall pitch to work in some sense. Uh, like he makes a, a, a fairly decent argument. Um, We're going to leapfrog th- Amazon. Yeah, I, what you know, the logistics of it, whatever. But this whole like, um, you know, we we like he was doing bad stuff. He let he let people do bad things. You know how much he's culpable to that extent is that he 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 knew that it was happening, even if he didn't particularly do uh, anything. That's sort of the problem. He doesn't do anything. And boy, that scene where they're like talking about what do we what did we know oh. like they're all squirming around what they knew uh, basically connor and ken are being like we knew we all knew and you have but we Roman didn't know Shiv no being like we didn't know like i didn't know i didn't know no <laughs> yeah you know you know uh, it reminds like, me of the scene in friends where it's like it's like they don't know that we know that they know yeah, right. <laughs> it's so great uh, it was and so it, great. It's like, it, yeah, that's cute, but like, you knew. You knew. You yeah, knew. you knew. And it like feels like I had this moment of like, not uncomfortable. That it's like, this is going to work. This is going to be it. And then it all falls apart heartbreakingly. And they're like, you know, there's like in the argument, they sort of have the play banter where like Rome walks out of the room and he comes back and he's even like kind of smart. He's like, whatever, I don't, I don't care. But then like when they actually leave, it's like real hatred mm-hmm. like real like real sibling stuff when you like are like so frustrated with them and you just throw every insult at the wall you actually yeah. you know have at them uh boy it was brutal it was you so only count because you're a girl and girls count oh. double now <laughs> girls count double. it was this is the what thing is is... it's just the teats like what yeah is that? Oh yeah the problem God. is yeah. that like you're and we've all we've talked about this before about how like is anybody actually likable like probably not but like you want to root for kendall because you hate logan so much but then he says stuff like that and it's just like oh i forgot how much i hated you you yeah. had that smug look on your face the entire episode and he reminds me just like logan right like he's so yeah. much like logan in that when things are going his way he's very smug about it and he's very like i know everything i've got this on lock and when things at the end when things don't turn out to go his way and his family is all against him he loses it just like i almost imagine him being like f off to everybody in the room basically yeah he basically yeah. said that i mean he does he does yeah. and like even poor yeah. uh his assistant jess right like he's yeah, he like, gets- like what are you looking at yeah. you know like yeah. he's like He's, you know, he has like moments throughout the episode where he's like giving, there's some like wisdom behind what he's saying. Dad is bad. Dad is yeah. at the yeah. heart of, uh, what is he called? Uh, uh, 
what was it like a malignant cabal something cabal yeah. oh it was cabal. a great band name yeah, yeah. Right, you know <laughs> and like uh like that's like that that's true uh like he's like systemically awful uh the the tide is changing and the dinosaurs are leaving and it's time for like a new species to rise up and conquer the planet um but like yeah. if 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 like the righteousness of the cause was truly felt like in earnest i think like then like the next step which would be the hard sell for the family aka a non-starter for the family probably would be like and none of us should be involved and all of us should True. go yeah. away every last one of us needs to wash our hands of this thing and step away and let uh let these resources be wielded by uh by people who are who are less tainted than us or at the very least what's in our control is that it, they, it would be controlled by people who are not us we no longer get a vote um, like I feel like that would be like the real honest. This is uh, this is the mea culpa. This is like we are responsible. We knew uh, we're mm -hmm. taking. We're but but that's not really what Kendall's after. What Kendall is really after is like going backstage at a Jay Z show, uh, going on stage at a Jay Z show. <laughs> you know, yeah, like he's the new Jay Z. Making the movie, like, and not just, like, producing it, but directing it. You know, like, he wants to be, like, he wants to be a rock star. He wants to be, like, he says it so quickly, the the CEO on paper kind of thing. Uh, and, like, obviously, like, everybody, like, Vultures just, like, swoops in on that line when he's saying, like, everybody has their own little fiefdoms and I'll be the CEO on paper just, like, yeah. for the transformational stage. Uh, and, like, he has his like well-reasoned feelings as to why like he would need to be in that position that he's like the most high profile right now. I don't think that he's necessarily wrong there, but if like what he's actually feel like saying is what he's actually feeling that like we've done wrong, we've caused great universal galactic damage uh, and like we need to stop that. Then I feel like the other piece of it should be less about like we are the ones who are going to be leading the way on this new wave moving forward. But he is the one who he accuses Shiv of cowardice and avarice. And I don't think that like uh, these are unfair accusations. I think that this is true of all of them. But it is also true of Kendall. And Kendall is saying the thing out loud and screaming it at his sister when he may as well be screaming it in the mirror. Grace, yeah. I suppose, though. She's the real Kendall in this moment, right? So is he yeah, screaming swapped, it at himself? They've swapped bodies. They're they're uh, he's the real Shiv in this moment. That 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 scene was like again, uh, really really I'm, well done. I'm the real you right now. I'm the real like, you right now. Okay, like, this dude's still like just like coked he, out of his brain. Gosh, Kendall, so, like yeah. he like in so many ways, he still sucks so much. I thought yes, the line yes. that I was like, oh, that 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 works really well. Like in terms of um, him trying to make his argument was the line where he says like, if we're all culpable, but it's we're going to finally, we have the moment now. I can't remember exactly how he says it, but like we have the moment now where we can sort of come out and say, okay, that was wrong. And we don't have to like, basically we don't have to dig ourselves deeper, right. To go and trench ourselves with Logan. Um, but yeah, it doesn't work. But I, I had never thought about like the idea that they should all step back because I'm like, yeah, I'm watching succession. I like the Roy's have to be involved in waste our Roy. Yeah. Count, right. Like in some way, like I, I want that too, uh, which is like part of the fascinating part of the show. But they're too. never, none they're, of them will get there. No, ever. none of them will ever step back. And I, I think Ever. that as soon as Kendall says he's CEO, that's it. That's done. It's done. They're not going to join him because, for in my opinion, Connor is never joining. He's never going against Logan. Maybe he'll like 
he wants to be involved. He wants to be he's loved and appreciated. Wolf. He's the weakest of the wolves. So he's going to go just yeah. to like because go. of donuts. Yeah. yeah. You couldn't but... stop looking at the donuts. You couldn't stop. <laughs> donuts, donuts were so were amazing. The the donuts, donuts were, were my favorite part of the episode. Yeah. Um, but Shin... I'm 98% sure they're safe. <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't send donuts. Relevant donuts. donuts to his grand to his, yeah. his grandchildren. I love there. how he says that. Like he's not gonna send poison donuts to his grandchildren, not his children. He no. would send yeah. poison donuts to his children, yeah. but not his grandchildren. grandchildren. Um, but Shiv is like I feel like Shiv and Roman both are not coming on board if they're not made CEO because Shiv that's her ultimate goal, and she still feels like it's a possibility with Logan. And Roman now feels like he has an in with Jerry. And I I do think he's scared of her. Like he has this phone conversation with her where she says, I am a dangerous enemy to have. I don't know if it like turns him on or I mean, scares him or both. It's probably both. hundred <laughs> percent. <Yeah. laughs> um, but I think it's, I don't as... want to know what's happening to Rava's wardrobe after that phone call. Oh. Because, uh, yeah. No um, good. But as soon as, as soon as, uh, as Kendall says he would be CEO, I think everybody is out. I think that's it. I think that's, that's the end all be all is that is what they want. And they think that it is, I mean, picture it this way. If Kendall becomes CEO, they have to what wait for him to die off or a scandal to happen to take over. Whereas if Logan remains CEO or Jerry is this interim CEO, it's more attainable for Shiv and Roman to then get a position of power in that sense. And as it's also their father's chance, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And there's, there's a... the scary donuts. And so. there's the scary donuts. No, but they're all awful. And that's the thing is like yeah. the, the, the certainty uh, of, of life of, of death and taxes and the Roy is always being awful. Like, you know, like there was like, it was, it was a real, I think it was a really valuable episode to have, um, to spend all of that time with the kids and like seeing them like hanging out with each other. Cause there's just like a lot of really fun interactions that come from that. Lots of important interactions that come from that. But I think like the one that is like the most important uh, to my mind is like that stark reminder of like, they're all out for themselves at the end of the day. Like every single last one of these people uh, is looking out for, I mean like, Greg is the one who kind of gives it voice in like the the most Greggy way possible. Of, like <laughs> I'm really kind of concerned about like my position in this and like not losing my job and not going to jail. Uh, like that's like the I think same I'm like too thing. young to have been to Congress twice already. Oh, that was such a good line. <laughs> all of these so people, good. all of these people would like to avoid going to Congress <laughs> anymore. Like yeah. they would love to stay out of that. Uh, and I think like that is that is the thing. Um, the progression of it is is great. I love sort of like the stacking of characters in uh in in the the new york storyline this week of like kendall is there he's been holding court all day at rava's house and we get the answer immediately that yes shiv was coming to see ken um mm -hmm. do we think grace that initially he's uh that she's coming to see kendall because like she is actually like thinking about maybe jumping ship like where do you think shiv is at at the start of the night versus where she leaves I, the episode i do think that they're all they're again they're all so self-interested that if, if they want to hear the pitch they want to hear the pitch they like you know she's sort of like they all come up with plausible deniability right that like why they were there which was like to push uh, at the end of the episode when logan asks uh roman is shiv solid yeah she she was just going there to like get him to like call his dogs off and he won't budge, burn the papers, but he wouldn't do it. Um, so she, I think she goes there knowing that she can go, always go back to Logan if she needs to, because she was just going to be a sister and sort of calm things down and, and uh, settle it. And it actually will look very, very good for her if she can do it, right? She she sort of messed up, uh, messed up last week with Lisa Arthur not being able to like catch in the lawyer. 
if she can go and she ends up because she does make the pitch, maybe not to the best of her ability a few times, like burn the papers, uh, say you were just in this like drug fueled haze uh, and come back. It'll be fine. Well, we'll just like, you know, we'll all go back at the same time. At the same time, if she shows up and Kendall says, Shiv, I need you to be the face of this. I need you to be the CEO. The only way this works is if, you know, we, we look like more of a modern company, you know, then I think Shiv stays, you know, but they all want to, I think your point is so true that as soon as the, as soon as there is a hint or a, again, maybe not even a hint, confirmation that they will not be in charge, uh, yeah. they're out. They're and, out. Right? And I think it doesn't so, help that you have the entire group together, right? If it's all one-on-one -on -one pitches, maybe they're more likely to succeed, but you have this constant battle between Rome and Shiv of like, oh, I'm just here to keep an eye on things, right? Like, we're not, we're not entertaining this, are we? Are we, though? Like, it's this constant, the like... The Rome and Shiv stuff is hilarious. There's two episodes in a row now where they're like, are we? Are we not? Okay. Are you, you going to yeah. do it? What, what are you really thinking? thinking? What and what you... is it? Oh, you're giving me... What did he say? She, what kind of eyes is she Sexy, giving him like flirting uh, eyes. seducing eyes or something i try yeah. to keep yeah. it uh clean uh on the podcast but there's no way to do this without saying the word so i'm going all the way nsfw content alert because of the the fucky eyes that's right. what it was <laughs> he's like you're just giving me these eyes yeah. um and yeah i just and to, to repeat was, what i <laughs> kieran colkin did a couple of uh impressions of both jeremy strong and sarah so Snook in this episode they were really hilarious good. yeah yeah and to, to go back to what i said in one of the kickoff podcasts um kieran colkin's uh physical body language in every episode when he's uncomfortable just gives me so much joy when he's yeah. sitting in in sophia's room in that like egg chair and he's just like just leaning back up. uncomfortably yeah. it's just so obvious what's going on he's not gonna he's not gonna bend he's not he gonna has the pillow group. like in front of him like it's a very like a like yeah like it's a shield um like yeah. he's like i didn't know i didn't know i didn't know yeah, yeah. that's great yeah uh i'm just gonna say it i'm the spy you know uh, like, <laughs> just like trying to like lower the bar of expectation pretty early but he yeah. is also entertaining this like i think mm -hmm. that when when it's when it's like spelled out uh I think like oddly, it's like almost like Connor is the one who like confirms it. It's like they for what like I think like if even Connor sees it, then it's like, okay, this is reality of like, yeah, yeah if all four of us align right now and if we like sneak over Carl and like a couple of these other people and Frank, like he's done. Uh, yeah. And like I think it's it's so fascinating watching like Roman's transformation of like, yeah, but it's dad. He's Moby Dick. You're not just going to get him with four spears. Like, you know, we got to like go through the whole book. Like, it's not going to just like work that way. Mm -hmm. uh, and like, I think like, I don't know. Is it, is it fear that keeps him from doing it? Or does he just genuinely think just that he has like the right positioning behind Jerry right now? Does he oh, like, no, think, I think that like he's just in the right spot? I think he's completely motivated by fear. I think that's that's Roman's MO and that is his downfall a lot of the time is that imagine if he doesn't have this phone call with Jerry this episode, right? Where he basically asks the advice of the interim CEO whether or not he should ditch them and go with his brother. Like it's of all people that you're calling, like Jerry is certainly not someone who's going to be like, yeah, sure, go ahead. I love that he even acknowledges that, Grace. He's like, you know, I know that this is going to be like a really biased bit of feedback that you're <laughs> You'll give me, but I'm asking anyway. Hey, Jerry. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So what I just, gonna, what are we going to do? I just think that he's completely motivated by fear and that is his downfall. He just, he doesn't know how to act independently without others advice and without leaning on other people and basically, basically getting some type of feedback. Um, He really relies on people telling him what to do. And I think he's kind of most comfortable in that position. He's afraid to be in charge, even though the only reason he wants to be in charge, in my opinion, is because of his dad, right? It's all daddy issues. He wants what his dad expects of him, which is to be the leader. Um, but he's not oftentimes. No. Um, I think that like I think that everybody thinks that they're in the right spot. Like, um, nobody is properly motivated. Like the moral argument is not compelling enough for for many of these people. Nope. Uh, if not all of them. Like, uh, like Connor Roy it being the one who's like nodding along to Kendall being like. That's right. We're a dying empire within a dying empire. Gosh, and then, like, wild. you map that on to his politics, like, makes me sick. Uh, like, I just like it's so, it's Ugh. so, it's so gross. Yeah. Uh, but like, he's the one who's like picking up what Kendall's putting down. Uh, but like, it, like Shiv is the one being like, I didn't know any of this stuff. I'm, I wasn't aware of any of like the gross things that were happening in cruises. Did can I also, can I also, I, I would like to defend Shiv in that argument to the yeah. point where she's saying like, Kendall, I was 15 yeah. and like, yes, like I think that in some ways, um, like, you know, but I think that's also really unfair to put on like a fifth, like, and I don't know, like on a 15 year old girl to like know exactly what's happening in that situation other than just trying to like, she's like, I didn't go into the pool because, because all of them were, cre and he's like, that's yeah. the point. They were all creeps. So like, and like yeah. he put himself with, in, you know, with the group, but I do think it's like so much more unfair for like, you know, to put that expectation on a 15 year, like again, to like that she needed to have the moral, um, you know, uh, like backbone at like 15 is like, I think, I think a really yeah. like shameless argument from Ken is in that moment. Is she just trying? Because I thought that was her play to be like, well, all those years ago, I didn't know. But she's known like sure. more recently. So I thought she was just trying to say like, oh, well, back then I didn't know. As in like that carries through all these years later. Versus, I mean, because obviously when she's like, what is she going to do? You know, yeah. what is she going to do about anything at 15 years right, old? Which she's I guess the youngest of the right children. It's like the, the way she's trying to like put up a shield to herself that like you can't do because like. Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, it's like your husband was in charge she, of cruises. She talked. She talked the woman out of like exactly. Uh, you knew exactly yeah. what you were doing. No yeah, one well, that's that's here. Kendall's point too, right? He's like, well, you know now, don't you? Yeah. Like, this is just, that's like, Kendall's point the whole time. Right? And he's also all like, of them. Like it doesn't this, matter the moment. This is side shit. Knew. This is side shit. Right. Yeah. You know, this is like it's uh, like they all need they all need like plausible deniability that they never fully admitted to this. Right, because yeah. I wouldn't even put it past him for one of them to have a recording device on them. Well, so well, and, and Rome, like, stop recording, everybody. Yeah. Recording devices down. He has his yeah. phone. He has then he has his phone because he goes out to talk to students. Andy, but Rome admits last week that um he know he knows more than he can that he'll be and but he'll be able to like write it off right because Jerry says well you're kind of in the know and he says yeah but like by the time i was there like we weren't doing that the bad stuff anymore right we right. had stopped doing right. that stuff so they all they all know they all know but even to their siblings they're not willing to admit that they the people know. you should be able to trust and again it's the it's the point yeah. that you're making Josh is that the moral argument doesn't work on any of them uh just to quickly touch back on shiv and whether she's deciding for real whether she's in she does call tom and she does tell tom that she's with Ken and, and almost the way she says it implies yes. I'm like with Ken. I'm not like right. 
just at Kendall's. I'm like with Kendall. Um, and that, cover, that whole conversation that is was, like interesting. Yeah, yeah, like the way that like Tom was like, oh, oh, uh, was like, uh, was like Tom friggin' of... logged up with Logan and Sarajevo. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, like, I thought I thought that that was very compelling as well. I mean, Tom's journey through this episode of like when he like hears from Greg that um, that Shiv is over there, like, and then he keeps that from from Logan. Um, like I, I do love a. I sort of, I love like long distance Tom and Greg. Like I think is kind <laughs> of good. fun. Uh, now they're back in the same city, but I'm glad that we got at least a little bit of that. Uh, yeah, we needed that dynamic episode. back. But yeah. I think it's, I, I really am loving what they're doing with Tom and Shiv and kind of the the reversal almost of the power dynamic in that we have Shiv asking like, oh, but, you know, I said I love you, but you, you know, you said thank you again, by the way, again, two episodes in a row. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, why do you want to know? She's like, what do you mean? Why do I want to know if you love me? Like, we're married. <laughs> I know. And I know? just, and he's thank like, you. what do you say? I'm thank good. That, I'm glad yeah. that the the stock of our, our, our love is equal or something like yeah, that. Yeah. We don't want to have an unbalanced uh, yeah. love portfolio that's what it was and i just i'm loving what they're doing because you could tell tom still has shifts back right like he whether or not that's for his own personal gain we're not sure but he doesn't tell logan where shiv is and he is trying somewhat to get her in that power seat who i mean i don't know do we think that's what he's doing by like saying like yeah rome's good jerry's good <laughs> Of course, Logan's like, what about Shiv? Yeah, your wife? It's hard to know. Like he seemed to he seemed to like kind of, in my opinion, like tank it a little bit last week. Um yes. but like I think that he's like he's still like treading water to a certain degree because I think like he doesn't know where Shiv is gonna land ultimately and therefore where he's going to land uh via uh with Shiv. Um, so I think like that's still that's still up in the air. To me, yeah, Tom I is some of the most well-written stuff on the show at the moment in terms yeah. of Tom is trying to figure out like he he does still love Shiv. I think he he 100% loves Shiv and yet he is trying to figure out if Shiv is somebody that he should spend his life with, yes. right? Like is this good for me? And I think that like watching him he he's like him joking about the portfolio is about the most jokey we've had with Tom for the last two weeks. Mm -hmm. He is in this weird, almost like, I don't want to say depressive state, but he's in this really like low, like mood where I think he's just trying to figure it all out. And that's really hard to do when you're stuck in a hotel room in Sarajevo, you with know, your father-in-law with your father. Yeah. And so he, I just think it's like very well acted. It's very well written in this, this mm -hmm. thing of like, he doesn't, he, he said at the end of season two, I don't know if I, I would be like less sad without you. Like I'm sad now, but I don't know if I'd be more sad, you know, if I left and he's mm -hmm. trying to he like, that's like immediately before all this stuff happens. And yeah. so he's just like trying to process all this, trying to figure it out, but he's like stuck. He's stuck in yeah. this like power. Uh, who should be the CEO? Who should, you know, do I help Shiv get there? And is that good for me? What if I, what if I put her there, but then I want to leave and I, but I can't leave. Like, it's all very complicated. Yeah. And I think it's like so well acted. Um, it's really impressive. Yeah. And I think too, that like, it's not only he's really sad and, and upset about his marriage and all of that, but I think the, he, he just got off of a really, really bad spot in Congress. Like he looked mm -hmm. horrible. And I think he's finally realizing, I don't think he really realized it up until more recently that like, there's no way he's going to ever be CEO. Like there's just after that showing at Congress, like no one's going to, you know, pat him on the back and push him forward into that spot so i think kind of like both his career and his personal life and with his wife is just in the tank right now so i agree with you grace like great showing from tom but we really did need like tom and greg stuff because of course we're all looking for that the show knows we're looking for that 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it, I think to the point of like, is Shiv considering going with Kendall? I, I think like everybody is waiting to see who reacts first when it comes to um, like that final moment around the box of donuts of yep. like, uh, like <laughs> somebody has to say I'm in first. Yep. Uh, and I think that this is probably, this is, so first of all, are we just accepting at, at face value that Logan sent the donuts? Like we're just yeah. taking that straight up, right? How does he know that they're all uh, at a uh, Rava's house? Probably just a snitch. Who's the snitch? He has. He certainly has. Like he's like the whatever from Game of Thrones. He has his little birds out looking. But I mean, he knows Shiv is there because he hasn't heard from her. Roman's acting very shifty, and I think he assumes that Connor is told. Roman has told Jerry, right? Roman has told Jerry that he is. uh, He is at Kendall's. uh, So you could have seen Tom tell or uh, Kendall telling Frank that. Where they are, come see, right. come if you want. I guess he's right. in, he's in Sarajevo, but or what about Connor? Connor is the weak link. That is true. You know, Connor, I think like Connor spilling the beans. Makes Connor sense. could have spilled the beans. Like, yeah. is it possible that uh, that Willa like is trying to make a move here and like is like spilling some beans? Uh, but there's a mole. There's a, a you know we're not going on full mole patrol here. But someone leaked to Logan that the kids are all together. Uh, and like, this is the real, like, um, this is the real, like psychological warfare victory, uh, for Logan Roy here, because I think like coming into this moment, if not for the box of donuts and if not for the sudden intrusion of Logan Roy and therefore sort of like, um, you know, it's like very, like this box of donuts is like evocative of like God showing up, you know, it's like, oh shit. You know, like this is this is very serious all of a sudden that I think like if not for the box of donuts, I think the kids are all about to fold. I think that they're about to come in. I think that they're right there. Uh, and mm-hmm. then and then it, it all collapses. And I think that that's that's a huge tactical victory from Logan against Kendall. And specifically, maybe even more than that, um, Kendall really uh, a, a series of unforced errors here, yeah. uh, I think, in and terms I, of, like, how he reacts to the nose rather than, like, allowing, gosh. like, any well, space for, like, the, okay, if that's how you feel now, but this thing is still going and my door is open and we can talk down the line, immediately saying to Connor, whatever, you're irrelevant, you're not yeah. wanted, you're not wanted. Like, yeah, the is moment the- he does that, it's done. It's lights out for everybody. Is it also a strategic mistake to go to Connor first? I feel like if he goes to someone, I, I feel like Shiv is actually really, the person. I don't know that there's a good choice. I think Connor is the weakest, though. I think Connor is the most likely to be scared by the donuts, the most intrinsically tied to his father. Um, he feels the most like uh on the outside of the siblings. But, I feel like the but, Shiv is the pick. But also Connor showing up. No, like at knowing that Connor is the mo- like sort of the most attached to Logan. There's also the most evidence that Logan thinks the least of Connor, and so I think that yeah. like Connor showing up is a huge. I think it's like a huge miss opportunity 
for Kendall. Like, I don't know if he ever gets this opportunity again to like have the ability to, to sway Connor over because yes. Connor has just been, you know, Connor sees right through the entire, like the two battalions, you know, uh-huh. manning the Balkans, you know, mm-hmm. like he sees right. Yeah. Through, he see, we, it's the moment that he's seeing. Does Connor get father a actually thinks for, uh, for abandoning the Balkans? Yeah. Pretty bad. You know? Yeah. <laughs> he had to fly regularly. You know, they had refrigerated cheeses. Well, they had movies, movie, but yeah. That was hilarious. By I, I've the had way. to fly a lot recently, and I very much resent yeah. Connor's pr- issue with like flying what first class on a yeah. like. Give me a break, yeah. Connor. Yeah. Get Listen, over yourself. It's hard to go back. I guess uh, uh, if I had like, a commercial, yeah. yeah. Logan, it, it seems the like the the best opportunity that the moment where Logan's grasp on Connor is the weakest, and for Kendall not to be like. But I also your point earlier that you thought they were right there. I think maybe in like the, the the alternate timeline succession episode where the donuts never get delivered, they maybe all are like by the end of this conversation, like yeah. But if a box of donuts can break the entire agreement, it's yeah. never that strong of an agreement to to Correct. begin with. So Very I, true. I think that like the fact that Logan can do this with some some baked goods yeah. is not a good sign. The, also, the yeah, the agreement is as amorphous as the custard in that Boston cream. Yeah. Isn't this that an indictment? Yeah. Isn't this an indictment on Jessica as an assistant to like whisper to Kendall about the donuts? Like, don't just put out the donuts for all the siblings to see. True. Like, she should know better by now. Mm, yeah, maybe that's why he's so mad at her at the end. Did the uh, donuts come in Jessica. in the in the horse? Is that how they got in there? Oh, maybe. Trojan yeah, Trojan me. donuts. Wow. <laughs> They're very um, relevant donuts. The, the 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 big issue is that like no one is gonna say I'm with you first, uh, right. and mm-hmm. so like uh, there's just like there's no world where that's happening, um, and the only way that the rest of the siblings are coming with Kendall ultimately is if Kendall demonstrates uh, enough firepower that like this is done, like this is this mm-hmm. is this is a done deal, and like uh, you really need to come with me now. Um, but Kendall, uh, and I'm saying all this is, I, I, I say this often, like Kendall's my favorite character on the show. I think he's so complex. Uh, I, I sometimes feel such enormous sympathy for this guy. Uh, and like the way that he was just like a hollowed husk last season, just walking around like a ghost was like uh just like gutting every single episode um the the like his acceptance of of logan sending him to be the sacrifice in the finale last season was just like really really powerful um and and terrible and then i'm always surprised at how much i can hate him still uh and how much like i think that he's just like such a selfish little brat um and the way that he just like rips apart his siblings in like uh this really toxic way that like uh that like siblings can really kill each other uh was just like this is like why you are still just the little tiny boy prince you're not the killer you know you're Mm -hmm. not that person yet because this kind of stuff is still getting you so off balance rather than being able to have any kind of level-headed sober take of like I understand why it's a no right now. My door is open. I wish you guys luck. I'm sorry. This is unfortunate. Um, but that's also because, like, as he says in uh, Sophie's room, uh, that he he was advised against this, was, like, what he said. Like, his whole thing is, be like, easier sort- without you. The whole thing yeah. is really inconsistent, and it is, like, the most wobbly that he has been in season three so far, I think, in terms of explaining himself. It, like, goes back to what he said last week about how, like, he wants to make sure that this doesn't come across, that this comes across as a well-thought-out plan and not just punching some old guy in the nose to do yeah. it. Um, and when he's, like, telling them, like, when they're like, why did you tell us at a 
why didn't you tell any of us individually what you were planning instead of just like dropping it during a press conference? I feel like his explanations of like, it came to me late. I asked some lawyers. Uh, they advised against it. I did it anyway. And they're like, so you talked to a lawyer, but you couldn't talk to us. Like the mm -hmm. whole thing kind of like uh, does not stand under scrutiny. Um, so I feel like that being the premise, like there's no way that like a lot of professionalism goes out the window in the face of family. Like that's just a thing. Like, you yeah. know, like you can like hold up, you can like conduct yourself in a way that you can feel pretty proud and good about in many corners of your life. And then like your brother or your sister or your dad or whoever, like could just kill you. They know the buttons. That's they the know problem. the buttons. Like, they know we, see your buttons. That, we, we see that with like Shiv really twisting the knife oh. with Roman um, in a really, really upsetting scene. That was yeah. awful. Yeah, when Khan's like, that was pretty low. Uh, yeah, and she's like, what? But even like the he way he overreacted. That, like, so yeah. even the way that like Kendall like kind of like tries to make Shiv feel better about how that played. Like he's he loved it. Um, like it's just like it's so it's so mean and it's so childish. And there's a degree to which I think like um, in like times of conflict uh, in in terms of like your family, like it's so easy to just regress. Uh, and mm -hmm. just like go back and retreat to those old dynamics. Right. Um, and when that's at play with stakes as high as like the most powerful media family run media company in, in the fictional world of succession, um, like that's going to get really, really, really ugly. But I think like all of those things being where Kendall is at emotionally donuts or not like i think like him being the the glue to to stick these people together it just really wasn't going to happen so i think it was valuable to have this episode to like just make that pretty clear because mm -hmm. that was like a, that's a very believable outcome for the like where are the siblings going to land um that they're not all going to be able to to defy logan certainly not yet and probably not ever like on like a true we are all on the same page type of thing. This would have been that moment. Again, the way I think that the show is so well-written is that they all have these like moments of, of tr like truth. They're not just like always, they're not always lying. They're not always trying to be the worst person in the room. Like Kendall, um, I think right before he blows up on all of them, right? As they all say no and they walk out, he says, guys, he was going to send me to jail. Like, yeah. can we just, like, refresh that? Like, yeah. like our father was going to, to you, send me Rome, to jail. And he would Connor, do it to you, Roman. Shiv, I, think, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> and, like, I think that that's, that's correct and yeah. right. And you're like, oh, boy, yeah, that's true. And then moments later, he's yelling at them uh, the worst things that you can yell, you know, yeah. to, to your siblings. Yeah. Uh, like, when I said earlier, this is, like, classic sibling stuff. I think that, like, kind of, but, like, turned up to, to Roy on the dial, you yeah. know? Like, I hope, like, my siblings were never, you know, like saying this mean. stuff. Yeah. This no, I think that you know? I think that like the way you view your siblings though is like you're always going to view them as that that other that sibling who tortured you as a child, right? Who like you had to fight for your father's attention with. Who They're put you always... in the dog cage and fed exactly. you dog food. They're yeah. always going to be those people, and so I feel like around your family, it's just so easy to go back to that place. Yeah, I think so too. Um, yeah. A lot more to talk about in this episode. We're going to do exactly that when we come back from this quick little ad break. Throwing it to our sponsors, BRB. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch -ch -ch -chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, we are back. Um, is there anything specific with the Roy siblings we want to stay with, or do we want to start looking at some of the uh, other storylines here? There's a, there's a lot going on in this episode. It's obviously all really interrelated. Uh, but I feel like uh, there's some Logan stuff that is that is probably worthwhile uh, getting yeah. into. Uh, namely, what the actual F was that garbage salad he was eating? Yeah. It was uh, so gross looking. It was like home. What was it? Like iceberg and lettuce and like Oof. hot dogs? It, it looks gross. pretty disgusting. A little chopped up hot dogs? I don't yeah. know. Dude, you're, I wouldn't eat that you're either. rich. Yeah. You have so much money. Yeah. yeah. Why are you getting that? Must have been like the room service salad, but like send that back. Yeah, Ooh. Sarajevo salad game, not on point. But did, I think it, there's a uh, the rest of them are sitting around like they had all ordered in food, and the rest of their food looked like. I mean, they were all kind of fit, but like didn't look like they had salad. So I don't yeah. know why he made the choice. It is an so upgrade bad. from saliva, though, which is True. what they had previously True. been eating. So <laughs> yeah. it is a it is a couple steps. Damn up. you, Carl, in your sandwich. Uh, this is a you know Logan is like doing some like uh, some mea culpa of his own with some of his family members. He's reaching out to Connor. He's trying to say to Connor like that was pretty aggressive on the boat. I'm sorry about that. I hope you know how much I love you, especially now that uh, Kenny's gone nut nut. Uh, he's gonna. He reaches out to Roman and how much he needs Roman, and that like he still believes in him. It's just not his time quite yet. Uh, we find out by the end of the episode uh, why he is uh, looking at Jerry. Uh, he's gonna, you know, make the the overture to Shiv, president of Waystar Royco, uh, with uh, hiding within uh, the human hazmat suit known as Jerry, mm. which is horrible. News, if you're yeah, a Jerry, hey, Jerry, I love Jerry. Oh, this is what I'm telling you. Uh-oh. Like, this is bad. This I think it's bad. it's only gonna bite her in the butt that she has been so loyal to Logan all these years, right? Like anybody who's loyal to Logan is just gonna get burnt. In Jerry's the end. gonna go. Jerry's gonna go to jail. Uh, is my prediction. I'll I think Jerry, Jerry, Jerry's going poor, to prison. Poor Jerry, like taking a video of her name being announced on the like oh, Chiron, no. the scrolling Chiron on the For news. My daughters, like, come oh. on, like. Uh, you know, isn't and there the like a press she... release or something? Come on, Jerry. And you could uh, tell she's like feeling herself when she's just like, you know what? I see potential in you, Roman. Like she's already acting like CEO and like that he's beneath her and that uh, she's going to like take her, take him under her wing and like actually listen to his suggestions because she feels like he has um, just like a good instinct for this stuff. I just feel so bad for Jerry. Yeah, it's it's not. I I mean, I'm not optimistic about it. I think it's going to be re- very interesting to see like how mm-hmm. that shakes out, sort of like yeah. the Logan side of the battlefield, which remains the vast majority of the main cast of the show. Uh, certainly after this episode, if we're like sizing up the the lines, because there's like there are like renewed, there's like now renewed loyalty. It feels like between Roman and Shiv. Right. Like Roman and Shiv are in the car ride back from Kendall's uh, and Roman is talking to Logan and vouching for Shiv and saying she's solid. She's solid. And like 
being a good brother, I get, I don't know. They're horrible. It's hard, uh, you know, but yeah, kind of. It seems like he was being a good brother, though, because he could have easily, I mean, she's right next to him, but he could have thrown her under the bus. Like, he's done worse things in front of people. He 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 called her and mocked that she didn't get CEO. Well, he pumps pumps her up because he thinks he's in the more powerful position right now. That's the thing is that everybody thinks that they're in the power seat, at least of the three central kids. Uh, Sorry again, Connor. Uh, That, like, you know, Kendall (laughs) thinks he's got, like, all of this firepower that he's about to bring to bear upon logan um i love that line it was like i don't know my relationship with dad is complicated complicated i love him i hate him i'm gonna outsource it to therapy buddies yeah, me to jail. That. That so good. you know uh <laughs> but like but like shiv by the end of the episode is getting um you know an offer that is very contrary to the mm-hmm. power position that roman finds himself in where he thinks that he's in a good spot because he's uh, his so your apprenticeship begins right like yeah, he thinks Jerry, he's, yeah. he's gonna be under the mama hen's wing but the mama hen is about to get like a nuclear bomb dropped on her is as logan sees it yeah. uh the way that he, he like articulates that to shiv if we buy that if we believe that so, that is actually sort of like how logan sees the landscape i have a question with like logan's relationship with his children like we see him get off the plane and he does this like fake punch at roman which makes me uncomfortable considering he actually did hit him last season um and then he gets in the car with shiv and he immediately says to her like oh well you could have hugged me and she's like oh well like i think the cameraman got plenty of shots of me in the car like we don't need to do that and he's like no not for the camera like what was that absolutely for the camera he's right like what that's so strange this is this is basically logan saying the next time i get off a plane if you like you, need you better you need to hug me like yeah. in public in front of the cameras that it's is just Logan's so way weird of that. right like it's interesting it's, because but, but none I, of them I kind of tell I the kind truth of, though i kind of read it as him like authentically wanting a hug from his kid uh he's Wait, been, you call him captain cuddles yeah because uh, he's because he he obviously like uh has been through a lot over the last however many days yeah. Uh, and like, I feel like he has felt like very, very alone, even with the return of Marsha, which we should talk about and like all of that and things like, at least like if public perception is not on his side and if the odds are still stacked against him in like the upcoming proxy battle and everything like that, at least the family is staying strong for the most part. Um, but like even the, even the world's biggest monster maybe sometimes needs a hug. But the thing that's, that, that's great is that like he has, he has, um, he has has bought no ability for us to like buy into that. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. Like they're like like he has no goodwill. There's no trust uh, there. Yeah, there's no trust there. But like um like I could see it that like he authentically meant like it would have been nice to have the hug. But like tiny like the find me the tiniest violin and make yeah. me a smaller one. <laughs> yeah. I just don't buy that at all. And I also am very curious to know before we skip over that specific segment. Tom gets in the car with Shiv for like what 30 seconds before uh logan gets in there i want to know what that conversation was like there's just such again the finer details of this show are just so spot on um that's all i want to know that's all i left the episode thinking about it's like what was that conversation and you also see him in the front he's like listening into the conversation in the back it's like very fascinating the one thing i'll say about like logan amassing people to his side and you have and, and roman thinks he's set up in a position and shiv thinks she's set up in a position the the logan will continue to have to play this balancing act if they all were at Kendall's house. I And I generally think they were all there to like hear the pitch and think, okay, should I screw over my father? Should I, should I do this with Kendall? Mm-hmm. Logan said, just getting them back is not enough for this to be the solid group 
that Logan like actually will need it to be to be able to fight off like the battle that is yeah. coming is the thing that I like, even though they all go back, like there's just th th there a couple people say this, that they as the idea comes that like all of them are going to go with Kendall, they all say, well, that would sink the ship. Right. Like that would that would be it for like that. That will be like easily it will take him down. And the idea that they're all coming back, I think it's, you know, I think that like having them all there with Kendall is like a pretty like it's an easier win. Um, but I think Kendall still has a shot. He has a we didn't really talk about his conversation with Stewie and Sandy um, and what that means for Kendall's side. Yeah. Florida, whether that's something that's legitimate. But even everyone coming back to Logan, they have all thought about betraying him at any moment. And if any of them get this whiff. Uh, Jerry, if she finds out that she is the the like, you know, going to be the target here, uh, Roman finding out that it's like, you know, it'll be interesting to see when Shiv gets named president, what what Roman thinks of that. And then whether this this Shiv being named president thing is legit. The, the, Logan is working on such shaky ground that even though they all came back to him, it doesn't feel to me like this is like, OK, Logan's Logan has the better, you know, the advantage here now. I really don't think he does because you take all of that, that his group is not solid and the fact that he probably has public opinion against him this is going to be very tough for logan is in a very bad position. oh yeah mm -hmm. I, but i think what i love about like um I, I what i love about how uh jesse armstrong and the writers of succession sort of like wield the episode as a unit of television is like there is like the the first episode i think we left that episode feeling like Okay, well, I'm, I'm, I guess like now I know a little more that like Kendall's like, like you know, definitely high on his own supply. Yeah, but it seems like other people are buying in, and like Logan is in like a really tough spot. Yeah. Um, but by the end of episode two, you're kind of left feeling like okay, like Kendall is like a little bit deflated. Like, sure, he's got public opinion, but where's the love? Right. Um, like Logan is now like in a place where he's like in the back of the car. He's making a solid move. He's got people under his wing. He's yep better whether or not his position is actually strong i think grace is a really strong point that it's not and we should talk about the proxy uh and uh and and stewie and sandy and sandy with an eye uh and sandy with an iphone um <laughs> we, should in, we should get into all of what's going on over there but like the but the structure of the show has made it feel like um like in this like boxing match uh that's gonna go nine rounds nine episodes that right now like uh kendall won the first round logan won yep. the second. Yeah, yeah i agree that's cool yeah yeah but who's gonna win the war i completely Neither agree i think that at the very least it feels a little bit more even than it did last episode specifically because i think bringing marcia back into the fold has serious repercussions when we think about what they know about what happened um at that event with yep. kendall and the um not the bus boy waiter or wait staff or whomever that right. guy was um they know wow things. treating that person like a real uh nrpi I'm sorry. I'm sorry my god Jess. my memory is so bad um but yeah i think like that has serious repercussions especially because Marsha. oh my like she comes back in such a big way this episode in a way that like we talked about this preseason we talked about the need for her to come in hot for show for us to like want to see her again and I feel like she did just that. I was entranced with her this episode. She shows up and she's like, yeah, I'm back. But, you know, like she's yeah. got some stipulations. She's like, you're going to talk to my lawyer now. Okay, see you later, Hugh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and like, I loved like as she's walking away to go and like be with Logan that like you're hearing the lawyer being like, 
Now, the number we're going to throw at you is going to sound pretty scary, but when and you think about it... Seems unreasonable, but when you really think about it, it's pretty reasonable. Yeah, yeah. and, when she, and yeah. she's like rubbing his back as we're yep. hearing this. It's like, gosh, all of these people are just so like manipulative and amazing. Yeah, On yes, one hand, yeah. this is like, this is definitely the Marsha that I think we all sort of like thought was there like it's and it's it's a bit of yes. the trope of like the the new wife you know the young the uh, the younger wife to like this older guy who is like really just there for the money yeah. and i feel like you know i think this show did a pretty good job of showing that like yeah logan's pretty bad he like literally cheats on marcia and so then then yep. she's like willing to come back and then like you know uh get some return on that, you know, uh, Logan's behavior. Um, but yeah, gosh, that scene, I think it's like the most interesting Marsha we've seen um, thus far over the course of the show. Yeah. yeah just their interactions. Um, the fact that like, they don't really hug or kiss, but she does touch him. Like there is some type of intimacy there. Um, but like, I guess the question is, do we think she was actually very hurt by his actions? Like I imagine there's love there. Um, or do we see this as like a ploy to I think get more from him? I think like uh, you know, uh, the nature of their relationship aside, like I feel like when she says like uh, he made me feel stupid, I felt that like I bought that. I like yeah. totally believed that. Like less about like he broke my heart and more like he made me feel stupid. He's traipsing around with another person in a way that's undeniable for the public. Yeah. Uh, I that makes me feel like what am I some sort of idiot who's just letting this happen like I I bought that like I bought like sort of like the quiet fury of that and I'm also not um convinced that like she's not still going to be like thinking about that and like yeah. thinking about that kind of stuff uh and that like in like solidifying her position um, you know, like looking out for her kids. She's talking about that, um, like needing them to be like more like financially secure um, and like strengthening that deal that like uh, when ink is dry, that there are other pieces of paper to rip up. Um, so like, I don't think that the story is over in terms of like Marsha, uh, like walking away from from Logan uh, or doing some damage to Logan. I think that's like really, really still in the cards. Again, um, all of all of Logan's pieces on the board are are not secure. They're yeah. not, they're yeah. not glued to the tent. You know, they're, yes. like, they, they could leave at any moment. They are pieces Ma on a board on squares on the board, but the, but the chess, the chess board is on a table on a rocket ship that is about yeah. to take off. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a board and on the floor. Very sad. Board on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> board on the floor. And Marsha brings up, the 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 Kendall stuff, right? And it, I, I, you know, it's so fun. I thought that this was like a thing that that Logan was gonna have in his back pocket, and then Logan says, "Well, sometimes when you throw mud, you get mud on yourself." You know, right. like you know, they have they covered it up, and so if it comes out in the same way that like Kendall is basically saying, like, we all know, we knew, we knew, right? But like mm -hmm. to basically say, like, yeah, Kendall killed somebody, but also I we did, knew. you know, I knew, and I helped cover it up. Is like. It's not as as like a much of a card that he can pull out. It, it, you know, that's the Kendall thing is actually risky. yeah, yeah, and that yeah, and it is like a and I and there's like this is the thing where like I'm I'm really excited to eventually get Kendall and Logan sitting across from each other Same. and like Logan probably like raising the you know raising the the dead and like talking about that and like I can for sure imagine Kendall being like do it, yeah. Tell everyone what I did. See yeah. Where, see where that gets You're you. culpable too. Yeah, yeah. Because like there is like an, like this is like <laughs> when we did like our survivor simulation with these characters, 
which by the way, I think has like borne out in some uh, ways that have felt fairly true to character so far. Uh, that I think like even with that controversial ending, Jess, like I think like it's true to character so far. Still um, not it, but that's fine. <laughs> go uh, search the feed if you wish, if you don't know what we're talking about. It's the Who Will Survive season three podcast that we did. Really, really fun. Um, that I think that like even uh, within within all of that, like, there is a like this vibe of like Kendall's playing with house money. And like, I think that like you can see the scenario where like that is how this is, uh, this is going to play out. If this ever comes up, Jess, uh, that uh, like, what happens if I tell the world what you did to that poor boy? Like, can't you like see Kendall being like, try that. Yeah. And I, but the thing is, is I don't even really see Logan threatening that because like he says to Marsha, like when you drop a bomb, you're going to get burned too. Like, I think he knows that he's too involved in it. He can't really remove himself from that situation. So he knows it would burn him too. Unless, unless it gets to the point where it is, okay, we're burning everything. Like I'm out. So the empire is getting burned to the ground. Yeah. Then I could kind of see it, but I'm just mostly excited to get to get Marsha back in this way, in this specific way, I feel like was very well done and needed. We needed that buy-in. We needed to, if we're going to have her back on the show, we needed to be able to have like, know who Marsha is a little bit more. Um, and I feel like they did a really great job with that, which is just another reason I really liked this episode. I think like having her back, it's going to, it's another interesting dynamic. It's another, um, it's a spot in Logan's corner for sure. Um, and I really like the evening out of things in this episode, right? If we're giving uh, Kendall a point for episode one, we're giving Logan a point for episode two. And I'm right. I'm really excited to see what happens in the next episode. Yeah. I mean, I think like still with Haim Abbas going from series regular to guest star, like this is the kind of stuff that like maybe doesn't matter all that much. And like she certainly has like a visibility spike in this episode that is yeah. like on par with like the most visible she's ever been on the show. Um, but I wonder like, does that like, does that contract as an actor mean we will see more of her, less of her? Like, I actually yeah. don't know, um, but it, she's back in the mix at the very least and how that plays out, I think uh, will, will be interesting. We gotta, um, we gotta talk about Greg, but do we want to just like really quickly like talk about the because we did like kind of yada yada past Kendall in the car. Yeah, we have to save Greg Danny, for last. We have to save Greg for last. Yeah, I think so as well. And I I feel like um because I think like there's uh you know we can we can sort of like talk about this from both sides of the battlefield because it gets brought up when Roman is talking with Jerry about like uh so we all killed Dad. Let's say we do that. Um, who do you think like emerges from the proxy battle as like the person who gets the company? And Jerry's like, none of you. Uh, and that's like the first moment in that conversation where I don't think it's just Jerry being self-interested. I think that's how Jerry genuinely feels. And I think that even like Stewie is like kind of trying to get Kendall to like pick up on that. Uh, when like Kendall like comes to him, he's like, we'll hear you out. Uh, but like, honestly, I don't see it. Like, you know, and it's like, I almost feel like Stewie, uh, who's not always on the level with, with Ken. Like, I do feel like there is like a piece where when Kendall comes to the car with Stewie and Stewie's like, yeah, like, we'll hear you out. We'll hear the pitch. But like, just so you know, like, you know, uh, like it's hard to see, it's hard to see this coming out the way that you're talking about. Like, I believe Jerry Grace that, um, that like if Kendall makes this move and Kendall successfully guts his father, that like the Sandy Stewie side of this isn't necessarily just going to back Kendall now. 
No, absolutely not. I think it's in their best interest to get rid of any Roy who works All in Roy. that company. All Roy's. Every yeah. single one of them. A-R-P-I. Yeah. Uh, yeah. N-R-P-I. No Roy people involved. Bye-bye, <laughs> yeah. Kendall. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so it's a very risky play here to to because I think that it's one of the things that sort of without any of his siblings, it's the thing that he sort of has. It's the it's the best option on his side. Not the best option, but like he certainly has that option to like. And, and it's sort of going to happen anyway right this whole uh the proxy battle here mm-hmm. like i think it'll end up going to a, a a boat here right so um but i think it's a risky play because i think there's a very good chance that if uh stewie and sandy take over that kendall is a casualty of that takeover as a you know even more of a you know you thought we got rid of the rest of the royce we're also gonna get rid of kendall too because he yeah. also yeah. knew so yeah. risky play ken it's uh it's really it's really really risky um no actual sandy other than sandy sandy's daughter what was Uh, the deal with that do we know why is it the was the was that the the actor's voice because i don't know yeah larry pine is Is he unavailable or um i don't know it could could be i wonder if it's like a covid thing like if if it was like the travel was difficult i i don't know i have no i have no answer to that um I hope that we see uh, him again. I really like that character uh, a lot. Hope Davis stepping in as the other Sandy Furness. Uh, I think that she is somebody who we are going to see more of this season, uh, it seems like. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's a little bit of like uh, a handoff of the character's energy that uh, this Sandy shall be the previous Sandy's proxy uh, mm-hmm. in the proxy battle to come. Um, so. I don't mind it. I mean, the show has a lot of um, totally white man. Yeah. Yeah. Show, yes. you know? so, so I'm, I'm okay. could always use more. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's right. just, yeah. Um, yeah, I lo- I loved that moment in uh, Sophie's room as well uh, when when uh, Kendall's like talking about how like the dinosaurs <laughs> are gone, <laughs> yeah. and the great whites are leaving, and it's our time down here. And Roman's like, oh yeah, like this, like so much diversity here uh transgender alliance like was just <laughs> utterly ridiculous but i loved roman being the one like look Pointing at us out. yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally amazing moment um all right let's uh, let's uh you can't uh make a tomlet without breaking some gregs uh <sighs> so we gotta we gotta uh grace greg getting legal advice from his friend the law student <laughs> Should I text my professor? Yes. Text your professor. Um, Yeah. The Uh, lawyer showing up from Waystar that that, Jerry sent. So this whole scene of Greg, like, not wanting to open the door, like, not knowing. Uh, He's so awkward and is beautiful. Um, And, like, totally right. In the exact same situation where, like, both of these, the two sides of this huge war are offering you lawyers and you don't know what to do. uh, It's just, like, crushing Greg, this ginormous individual who just is like crumbling under the pressure and yeah. him like not knowing, like he's like, I'll see you later. Wait, that doesn't, that doesn't that's mean not anything. Like, but that's non binding, right? <laughs> and then the guy's like, okay, I'll call Jerry. And he's like, I'll call Jerry too. Yeah, I'll call Jerry I'll, too. He's like, I'll call her first. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Uh, Poor Greg. He's just, he bumbles all the time. And it is just so fun to watch. This character is just like even the tiny things that he does, they're so spot on to being like, so awkward like when he gets out of the the uber and he goes five stars five stars five stars stars. like he just wants people to like him um and i love that about him um he needs to lawyer up and he doesn't want uh he certainly doesn't want logan's side to be involved 
But he sounds like uh, he doesn't really want Kendall's lawyer either. He wants independent counsel. Um, regardless, he doesn't. Uh, when he comes to to James Cromwell to Ewan, uh, what's up, Ewan? Showing back up on Succession. Yep. Uh, that he's like everybody's armoring up. I don't want to be out here in the loincloth, <laughs> which was <laughs> evocative <laughs> to his grandfather. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh no. Yeah, uh, and like, then you can see that you can see like this huge like uh, like uh, like Roman Empire battle taking place with all of these armored gladiators, and there's cousin Greg in a loincloth, towering in the corner in his loincloth. <laughs> He's when just it's... so vulnerable, and that is just yeah. an image of his vulnerability, right? Like everything he does, he's very vulnerable. Even when he yells like "Love you," this great. No response. no response. No response. He touches him, and his grandpa's like, "No," and he's like, "Sorry, yeah, sorry." sorry. Yeah. Uh, his grand Uwen being like, "You didn't do anything illegal, though, right?" He's just like, no. Uh, uh, "Like, like, no, no, no." Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, so, yeah. like, where where any of that is actually going uh, is, uh, is I worry. Yeah. I worry for Greg and who he he think thinking he sort of found. Uh, 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 he, a lawyer a that's port, not on either side. Storm. Yeah, but no, I Roger really you uh, Peter Rigert as, uh, as I do as love. Pew. He's like uh, like the lawyer who who is he play? I, that guy looked familiar. Peter but can... Peter Rigert. He's been in a bunch of stuff. Uh, Animal House, Local Hero. Uh, Emily and I were watching, and Emily goes, "Oh, from the mask." Uh, he's oh, the cop that's, in the mask. Yep, that's yeah. that's yeah. what yeah. his face. Yeah, that's yeah. face. Uh, uh, so when he's saying like number one, or basically just like making sure that you're okay, and then number two is like you know breaking down the system of cap, whatever that like line was. Yeah, we have an like, agenda oh, for you. Oh, he's oh, the oh, wedge. Also good. Also he's, good. He's the he's going to be the the wedge that shoehorns the way to destroy yeah. capitalism. Uh, Gosh, yeah. Greg, so Greg just being like, yeah, that's uh, that's also good. Yeah. Greg has probably uh, gotten himself into uh, I don't know. I mean, all the all positions are bad. Uh, none of the yep. positions are good. <laughs> uh, I think of the three, this is probably the one that is like the most morally correct at least but the, of the one... three lawyers yeah, yeah. of the three agendas right because like logan's horrible and just wants to continue being logan kendall right. at least wants to unseat logan and the things that he's talking about are are mostly good but he's an asshole and shouldn't be driving that ship right. Um, and also there's no guarantee that like his way is going to work. Um, and then like the, the route that he, that, that Greg is possibly looking at unwittingly, uh, is dismantling the whole thing, but also like, is this going to be the squad that takes out Waystar Royco? No. And I don't think so. I, that's what I, I also love the, the small touches of like, you know, neither of them can get through the door together. You know, they have to go one at a time. This office is so small and there's papers everywhere. And I love, I love Greg just being like, oh, there's a system for this, right? You must have a, you must have a system for all this paperwork. And the guy's like, put it anywhere. It's Yeah. It's not going to go well for Greg. I don't think it's going to go the way that he wants it to. Whether or not he's going to stick with this, I think, is uh, is is another question. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that uh, this is a hard time to be... Uh, as we're seeing with a lot of these characters, I think, like, indecision is a real weak spot. Like, if you can't make a yeah. choice right now, you're in real danger. And unfortunately for all of us who love Cousin Greg as a character, 
uh, Grace. I think that like a feature of the character is his inability to make a decision. Uh, but that also means he's going to be probably ch checking in on Congress a few more times than he'd like. Yeah, poor guy. I think this is like, you know, if there's any path that was going to lead him more to Congress, this actually <laughs> might be the path or they're he's trying going. to like dismantle. And, although oh, interesting, like Uen says, I don't like airing dirty laundry out in public as yeah. well. So um, this is why gosh, he had, like resisted Kendall uh, previously, yes. right? Like, you know, yes. there have been a couple of moments yeah. where he was like, I, I think like the way that you're doing this is gross. Yeah, uh, which is super fat. It's just such an interesting yeah. character. Again, these like uh, the juxtaposition of like being probably maybe the character who's most morally, uh, you know, aligned, and yet he does in he's ways. not willing to do in, in some certain ways, ways. because and yet like, he's still willing it, to like sit on the board, take bar. money, uh, you know, uh, yeah. and he doesn't want to air the the laundry. He in has public. his justifications, I'm sure, but yeah, like I think like there are like certain like. Um, uh, like there's like an there's like an inability to go the full way like right. you know like if you do truly feel this way then like you have to sustain like the karmic hit of like you have to go after your brother you have oh, to yeah. do it like you can't hold back uh, as Mike Ehrmantraut would tell him, no half measures, you know, like you have to go full, full bore on the floor. Yeah. I mean, this is, a. I mean, Ewan is really interesting to me in the sense of he definitely seems like this person who like knows probably what's morally uh, right to do in the world. Like they want to take down capitalism. And I feel the same that sometimes I'm like, capitalism really sucks. I also like, um, you know, shopping, you know, yeah. or like go, I like buying things yeah. and amassing <laughs> yeah, uh, things, you know, where like if I really was to like, you know, change my life and go full. So it also means like, the crumbling of some of the things that I absolutely love, uh, you know, giving those up. So I kind of relate to you in, in some sense of like, he, uh, he he knows probably what he should do and yet doesn't always do right. everything that he, mm -hmm. he should. And I do feel like, unfortunately, Greg might end up being a casualty uh, of of Uwin's like um, not wanting to like sacrifice his own position. Um, but maybe Greg is somebody he's willing to like um, use to try and, push this uh, agenda that he has and i don't know that uh like greg hoping that ewan is his um his savior here that like yeah he's gonna he's found him a lawyer who will only care about greg's interests i think is not true i think when he says those this is party number one and this is party number two i think maybe that lawyer might be willing yeah to, like, oh yeah oh yeah those around a little bit so poor yeah. greg is like i mean honestly he's kind of in a similar position to where he's always been where he's being except now instead of there being two sides of vying for his attention now he has three sides vying yep. for his attention and he's just stuck in the middle between uh logan his grandfather and kendall and i mean he has long limbs but at some point gumby's gonna break like he's yeah. gonna get ripped apart Maybe. and the only silver lining i think is the writers of this show they know our love for greg they're not gonna throw him in jail and if they do we'll still see him um not that i want him in jail but i just think like Greg's around for the long haul. Like he'll find a way out, right? He always ends up um, find a way out, wiggling is, a way out. Is the is uh, is relative though, and I I think like this is another reason why I'm not just that I'm glad that the show is taking its time and moving slowly in time in terms of time, but also why I think it really has to because like if they were to like take sort of like large leaps forward, like days pass multiple many days pass over the course of an episode uh and then like uh the next episode it's like three months late. like they can't really do that in a realistic way where all yeah. these people are still on the board because this shit may feel like it's moving slow but it's moving really fast mm -hmm. and like like greg in his current spot like 
it's gonna be hard to not get hit by by a truck. Uh, yeah. Like I think like he's going under the cruise ship before too too long, unless somebody is able to like pull him out of harm's way. And I just don't know who that is. Like I think like I want to think that like Kendall will be kind to him, but I just watched how Kendall treated his siblings. So I like uh, my expectations of like Kendall being able to be gentle with anyone are uh, pretty much out the window at this point. Agreed. Yeah, um, and and Greg is like the was the holder of the papers for a long time. I think he's he won't be pulled into this storm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, it's impossible. And especially because now, I mean, like this is really the thing. Like, I I I don't I can't quite like see it as clearly on on Logan's side of things. But like you know, like Kendall said, like I'm not going to tell anyone that I got the papers from you. Uh, but like if he finds out that Greg is like not like on the on the team and is like taking this other meeting with like the third party like kendall if he like decides to be like a real killer and be like the real monster that his father is and that his father says he needs to be in order to be successful here uh he could like make a really scary overture to greg of like Um, I'm going to tell everybody that I got this from you. So now you're stuck with me. You have to be with me. Right. Because yeah. we know there are being their copies being made of these papers. Like we don't know who's making the copies or like it's where done. They are, right. Like he's got happening. like the information has transferred yes. to Kendall's uh, side of the line. Greg Gosh, is no longer in control of that. Kendall making a putting a, a, a manila envelope uh, on the table <laughs> that just says F you to Shiv is like hilarious. That's hilarious. So and also so petty. Yeah. It's like, so petty. like you knew she would look at at it yeah he took this time to like make the copy and just write f you on the papers yeah yeah it's great it's It's amazing uh anything else from this episode grace or jess anything that we didn't touch on that you want to make sure we hit before we close out i think we i think we got everything got it all every last bite uh (laughs) we ate all the donuts yeah also that would be sick uh rome brings uh also baked goods for Kendall. Right, these like he little cinnamon, like cinnamon rolls. rolls. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's very interesting that like uh, they all are like, it's sort of this way in which um, they're all like, you know, they're trying to like show love for each. They don't know how to express love to each other. You know, like, like here's like, a donut. I got, I got you these cinnamon rolls here. He's like, here, take them, eat them. You know, I mean, I'll take that kind of love any day. If anybody wants to send me donuts, I'm not. I'm not complaining. Ninety-eight yeah. percent sure they won't be poisoned. I don't. <laughs> Please, a hundred percent sure non-poisoned <laughs> donuts. Don't, only. S- don't send me baked goods. I don't trust it. I got to be honest with everybody. Oh no, uh, <laughs> I just don't. Um, next week's episode is called the disruption. Ooh. Has that not already happened? <laughs> what is all of this if not a disruption yeah well the preview mm-hmm. i know i, I didn't did you guys watch the preview for yeah next? Yes. but like, i, I kind of yeah. like bleeped it out of my mind but we'll, we'll talk preview stuff uh grace what's happening in the, well, th- in the preview for i think week? the fbi are the disruption i think mm-hmm. they they're sort yeah. of gonna, in the same way that like uh both sides sort of are like sitting pre- they kind of like are looking what their next move is i think yeah. this like third party which is the government uh comes in and disrupts um both sides um you know, so I think that that potentially is where what the disruption, yeah, um, will be. Okay, all yeah. right. Well, we'll find out what all of that looks like next week on Succession season three, episode three. At which point we will be a third of the way through the season. Ugh. Yep, it t- it goes fast. Uh, it does luxuriating it, enjoy it, watch it ten mm. more times before the next episode comes out. Uh, there's other TV too, so maybe not ten times. Ten times is a lot. Um. 
All right, let's do some plugs. What's everybody up to? Grace, what do you got going on? Where can people find you? What are the things? Yeah, doing some uh, mostly movie coverage. Other, I'm not talking about Succession on post show recaps. Um, no time to die. Uh, we did a, a coverage last week with uh, uh, Jess. Uh, usual coverage with Jess, and we had Ariel, who I do other movie coverage um, normally. So nice little crossover um, event there. I think we're going to be talking about Dune. This week, uh, my gosh, I mean, spoilers for the pod. I loved Dune. Dune. Uh, I thought it was so fun. Uh, so I'm excited to chat about that. The um, spice melange. Yeah, that's yes. right. That's right. Uh, uh, I, uh, I'm on twitch.tv, so DM Philly, uh, Tuesdays. And I think this upcoming Friday, we're going to be uh, heading back into the Humblewood, yes. the Humble Year, um, playing some as uh, some furry critters. I play a raccoon rogue. Uh, so come check that out. And also on Fridays, twitch.tv, Haley Strong, I talk about the new episode of Taskmaster that came out the night before. So that's been really fun, a new little project. Um, I think that's it uh, at High From Grace. Oh, this past weekend, I did play in a Big Brother online reality game um and it was uh was invited by the great maggie morgan um to play they have a uh, she has a friend who was unfortunately diagnosed with cancer uh recently um and so we played to raise money uh chappelle was there puya was there the the stream is up on uh, youtube um i'll try to uh, retweet on my on my twitter when this uh, episode comes out but go check it out and if you are still able to make a donation um they're still accepting um donations it's for a really good cause it raised almost fifteen hundred dollars i think more That's than dollars on the day um but still you know um anything continues to help so um check that out yeah awesome um jess what's going on we've got community building coming back this week after a couple weeks off uh for those who don't know that's our podcast where we're watching community just for like the 5,000th time this is my first time through community uh we're in season two episode seven this week yes that's correct aerodynamics of gender cool uh exciting the aforementioned ariel appearing on that podcast he's everywhere a big Uh, week big week so uh that'll be really really fun um what else what have the shit what should have the 90s taught you recently on the shit 90s shows uh podcast yeah so we are in october so obviously we had to cover some halloween content we did halloween town too that was just sarah and myself um and then coming out soon will be interview with the vampire with sarah carradine um we watched that movie that was very interesting not my typical genre of film to watch so keep an eye out for that podcast and coming november um we're gonna have another themed month this time we did a robin williams month this time we're doing an actress themed month uh just a little tease on that um so you'll see that cropping up and we're almost through uh, julia roberts right what (laughs) did i scoop you did i get that did i just just shoot that out of the sky (laughs) Whoa. I thought that I had told you. No, you didn't. You didn't. That's amazing. Leave that in. That's amazing. Okay, wow. Um, oh my God. Yeah, so Julia Roberts month, but I won't spoil Fun. what movies we're covering. Um, but familiar faces will appear. Wow. And, uh, and yeah, we're almost through the really crappy part of season three of Dawson's Creek. So very excited to get through that. And we're in the like the heavy, heavy hitting stuff of Boy Meets World. So also check that out uh, at Shit90sPod, Shit90sPod.com, all the social media. You can find us. You can find me at the Jess Sterling. Um, I'm, I'm doing stuff. I'm everywhere. It's happening. Cool. Um, lots happening on post-show recaps. In addition to our Succession podcast, uh, we also have recently launched podcast coverage of 
frankly, the entire HBO Sunday yeah. night lineup right For now. For real. Uh, Seriously. Uh, Latanya Starks is leading the charge alongside Mari Forth and Chappelle covering the final season of Insecure. Uh, as this podcast is coming out, as I'm saying these words, um, they have their preview show already up but they will be recording their recap of the season premiere, the final season premiere very soon. So check that uh, out in your feeds, probably Tuesday, um, I think is when that is going to drop. Also curb your enthusiasm has returned. And so shall the podcast uh, Akiva and I are going to be doing it all season long. Rob Sesternino is going to be joining us for at least this first episode. We'll see schedules depending if he is able to, to come along for, for more than that. Uh, I thought a really fun premiere of curb. Uh, so subscribe to that feed the Kirby enthusiasm podcast feed already exists the insecure one is going to exist before too much longer um this week we are also launching podcast coverage of the upcoming return of dexter uh dexter if you can believe it is coming back uh and somebody's gotta watch it and so it's gonna be (laughs) me and latanya starks we are going to check out dexter uh either so you don't have to or alongside you depending (laughs) on what it is you are planning to do with dexter but the podcast should be uh uh friendly for people who are uh fitting both of those categories we already recorded the preview episode that's coming out on tuesday really really pumped about that uh, so uh, if you're excited about Dexter or morbidly curious, um, this is a podcast uh, that will uh, scratch both of those itches for you. So lots happening. Of course, it is still the birthday month of the Post Show Recaps Patreon program. Uh, one more week left. Um, consider signing up, supporting us in this month. Support the arts. Patreon.com slash Post Show Recaps. We would love to have you along for the ride uh that's patreon.com slash post show recaps we'll be back next week with more succession get your feedback in between now and then josh at post show recaps.com or you can hit up all three of us on twitter at high from grace at the jess sterling at round howard at post show recaps we'll be back next week until then everybody f off Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.